years. I think maybe there's a little bit wrong with I'll you. People eat on this. Yeah. Video. <laughs> yeah no worries. Right. No worries. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to start. Um, welcome back to another episode of the Creative Escapade. Today, I have some experienced podcasters mm. on the... How about you guys introduce it? I mean, you're more experienced yeah. than me. I mean... Who are you? I mean, podcasting isn't just an auditory journey for us anymore. Podcasting is more about the experience of of the sound waves hitting not just the ears, but the respective... The, but the hearts. The hearts. The hearts. That's what I'm trying to get out there. Yeah. And we, yeah, we do a podcast called Talkie Boys, but it's not just about that. I mean, it's about other things. Like... Girls, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, it's and also speaking. Um, but we take our our, our our art very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> what is going? How was that? <laughs> is that what you wanted? <laughs> you wanted yeah, to be we or what? It wasn't what I expected. Not I've never been interviewed before. This is a big deal. Trying to be professional about it. <laughs> All right, what are, who who are either? Introduce yourselves individually. You start. And, yeah. The weak links go first. <laughs> the runtish one can go first. Oh my god! The guy with the big forehead go first. That's fine. <laughs> my name is Aaron Drew. I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, give me something. Come on. Okay. Seriously, it's a serious oh, podcast. Dude, serious. I'm about to wrap up my final year studying film and television and animation, although we don't really like animation. And but, uh, uh, that's at, big. at Deakin University. So I'm a filmmaker. I'm, I'm the filmy boy. Here's the soundy boy. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself, uh, Mikey D? <laughs> well, you really gave yourself a glowing wrap up there. <laughs> my name is Michael Dadazio. I don't have a middle name. My parents didn't think that was necessary. You notice that... that Welcome to Joy Radio slipping in there. <laughs> Look at that. I'll train Are you just jealous that I have a, a good platform for... Actually, I don't have it anymore. Anyway, <laughs> my name is Mikey D by the radio audiences. I do a podcast with Aaron called Talkie Boys. I'm a radio host. Uh, I make a little bit of film on the side, a bit of content. I started the hashtag content movement. Uh, I'm a really big advocate for... Oh. Oh yeah, can I, can I plug what I'm an advocate for? Uh, yeah, go for it. Huge, huge fan of pasta and and <laughs> only letting pasta be eaten and consumed by Italians. I'm really <laughs> passionate like, about that. Just keeping <laughs> keeping that ne- very niche food. <laughs> don't appropriate my food <laughs> culture. <laughs> no, yeah. Look, um, I don't know how to give myself a wrap up. I just quit all my jobs recently and I'm about to go work on a boat for six months. He will be dearly missed. <laughs> uh, for those no, audit- auditory listeners, Aaron shook his head. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> That's one of Aaron's biggest flaws in the podcast is he's such a visual person. He does so many visual yeah, jokes. Did so many visual jokes. <laughs> and all, all of the people listening are just like, why is there this awkward five second silence? And yeah. they never understand. Still, it's a little something funny. I think you're having us on though, Joel. I'm no so worries. sorry for making a butchery of the opening. No, of no, no. This, this is the best opening I've ever had. Oh, <laughs> you hear that? It's the second yeah. opening you've ever had. To those auditory listings, they are looking at the camera right mm. now. That's, that's yeah, breaking the, the fourth content. wall. Love it. I was going to say, this is your first visual podcast appearance in months. Um, how does it feel to wear clothes? Way to out us like that. Mikey and I have been sitting uh, butt naked, just holding Stark hands is. every podcast no holding like, hands no holding hands no. looking into each other's eyes maybe yeah it's a different experience wearing clothes I, I burnt all my clothes so I had to go buy a whole new set yeah Just we thought now. that we were done with the, visu- with the visual aspect but apparently not thanks for dragging us back <laughs> you know I had to put contacts in this morning because I was like nah he's so insecure about nah, wearing glasses I'll, I'll just I'll just I'll just do it I don't understand oh, that we're always got cameras blind on. people are all insecure about wearing glasses but they wear them almost 24-7 but when they want to go out they then don't wear glasses they wear contacts and they look ugly because I'm used to these glasses on. Really? Yeah. Is that, oh, they're fake compliments. Oh, you look different. You're getting your hair cut? Nah, I'm not wearing glasses. Oh, that's why. Yeah, your eyes look beady in comparison <laughs> to what I normally do and they're magnified by glasses. Choose one, man. We, you got to get used to the one look. You got to uh, consistent yeah. in your image. Consistent image. That's what's part of being a celebrity. Maybe I'll stick with the glasses. There's no worse feeling. For those who wear contacts out there, there's no worse feeling than waking up after a night of binge drinking and you've left your contacts wow, in. went dark quick. And you can't, you can't feel, you can't feel what you're seeing anymore. It's just pain. Here at Talkie Boys, we don't condone the, the binging of drinking. No, no actually on Talkie Boys. So, I mean, uh, here at the Creative Escapade, we don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for pulling him in. Well, we don't. I don't know if you did. I don't know if you like. Maybe you're a big advocate for just binge drinking and, and alcohol. You've swung this We're around. We're not. You've swung this around. So, Joel, how long have you been a filmmaker yeah. for? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to nick the SD card, so I'm going to go home and sniff it up into I was going to say, you're going to make it into a feature film. <laughs> we should talk for 90 minutes, make it a feature. There Love we go. That, please. Make <laughs> it all feature special. podcast film. <laughs> so please, interview us. We're sorry we're taking... Put that on the Asta. Yes, please continue. No, no, that's okay. I'm just I'm just worried. I'm not sure if my, if my audience doesn't know you. I don't know if they're going to know what's going on. I'm, oh, I'm great call. Um, quick synopsis of Talkie Boys. We started it because I'm like, I host radio, as you know, and I've made it yeah. abundantly clear so far. Um, I host radio and I wanted to do something with Aaron because we didn't catch up as much as we do now. And so we thought it'd be a cool idea just to catch up and a podcast would be two birds, one stone. Like I get to practice, he gets to do film stuff. And we both get to chat. Yeah. And that was basically how it was born. And yeah. then it turned into something a little bit more extravagant. And I'm like, I kind of yeah. liked it. Yeah. Like we started getting audience like yeah. listeners from from I'll be in a small Melbourne audience, most of which are kids, I think. <laughs> and then we branched out like we've got like some yeah. like just stragglers from Canada and America. True. That is it's true. just so strange. You get messages like, "Hey guys, when's the next podcast?" And they genuinely care. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Basically, it's just nice. a, a two white males. It's never been done before. It's a podcast. <laughs> two white males. Settle settle a, a little qualm that I have. Is oh, Michael? All right. Okay, being an Italian, you you, you grab all. You know of the this sounds racist, right? No, but you grab all of the aspects of being Italian, saying only Italians can eat pasta, mm-hmm. and then you come out and say, as a white person, what are you? Am I not allowed to identify as both? I feel like it's classic white yeah, man, no, classic <laughs> white man over here telling me how I can identify. You've added me to all of the audio listeners as a white man. They, they were in the dark. You before. sound white. What is than white? <laughs> it's not an outing thing. So we've been doing it for about a year and a half now. Yeah, true. I've been waiting for it to finish for so long. But now that, <laughs> now that Mike is going on a cruise ship for six months, I can finally have a little, a little bit of respite. Yeah, it's so just that's a, us. It's just I was going to say I had a I had a bunch of good follow up questions to that, but then you just started talking about Italians and. <laughs> I, I, I just got lost in my brain, off, so, so I'm just talking now to fill the space. <laughs> we won't. We promise. Pinky promise. And Pinky promise is Joel. But Pinky promise the audience. We are not going to uh, at all derail this anymore. We're gonna, it's, it's a sophisticated interview now about creatives. Okay. Hello. All right. We're all about creatives now. And Who's the that? phone Who's is that? definitely ringing. <laughs> really good timing. Let's, let's just pause. Just, just pausing. <laughs> We're going to pause, everyone. I inhaled some of that water. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Oh. Hey, did it. Okay, okay, we're back on the air. Um, I was going to ask, so Talkie Boys originally started as you two just wanted to have a chat to yeah. each other and just having, having some fun. But as at the rise of content, is would you say- <laughs> Content. <laughs> I was wondering, is the was the sort of goal to have a podcast then turning into finding a bit more of an audience or was the podcast sort of your big project that you wanted people to follow? No, you I mean you can answer this if you want. I feel like, well, do, do, like, how would you re- rephrase the question? Like, wait, what, what do you mean? Yeah, say so if you if you're going on your own creative endeavors, yeah. you could find more of an audience by doing a podcast. I think it was never about because we didn't expect to get that much of a following. Obviously, it was ideal like when we started to get a little one, and obviously mm. it is still a little one. Um, but it was more like I think a lot of creators out there have multiple outlets, and I think that was kind of. What I enjoyed about it is because I do film, podcasting is really nothing like film. And so it was kind of something completely different <laughs> mm. out of left field that I could do. And yeah, you kind of really gave me the opportunity to branch yeah. out a little bit. And to answer the core of the question, no, we really yeah. just wanted to catch up. There was no ulterior motive of we could be big. We could make yeah. T-shirts and we could do merch lines and, you know, we could sell out arenas. Like, we haven't done any of those things, mind you. <laughs> but we never, we never had that in mind. It was literally we just wanted to catch up because it was only ever twice – Maybe twice very a month. Rarely, yeah. And like, we just, we, we love hanging out. We needed a reason to do it because we're both very busy. And that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. A little did I know. <laughs> little did I know. <laughs> no, we said we weren't going to derail. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is a genuine fear in Joel's eyes. Here it goes again. I don't mind too much. You can derail. That's fine. I was going to say, is, is that a dream you've had? The talkie boys live on stage, oh, selling out arenas around the world. Just beautiful. You just get up on stage and start having a conversation. <laughs> you act like no one else is in the room. <laughs> we genuinely do that anyway, don't we? No, I, I think it's a, it's a dream. Um, will it come true? Who knows? It's more of a nightmare for me. <laughs> the thing well is, said. 
when we do talking boys, there's so many things that are edited out where I'll, cause I'm an ass <laughs> behind the camera, behind oh, the scenes. Aaron will be there and I'll, I'll start to like, I'll intro the podcast. Like, G'day guys, welcome back to talking boys in this episode. And Aaron will be there on his phone looking at the content for the day, getting it up. And I'm trying to make eye contact with him and he's on his phone. <laughs> I'm trying to kick anyway. I'll- and I'm just like, and I, and I just like crack into him. So we edit that part out. So you guys see us as a loving friendship and it's not. My, my favorite part is moments before we start rolling. Okay, Aaron. Okay, I don't want you feeling with the microphone this time. All right, I don't want you. I don't want you on your phone. Hey everybody, welcome back to Talkie Boys. Uh, and they it's say, so "Don't true. meet your heroes." Yeah. <laughs> this has been traumatic for yeah, me. It's really traumatic for, for both of us. He's I told think. the audience a thousand times he's got ADHD, but it's actually like that. It's true. He'll be there. Slip it into his. Podcast. It's kind of ironic that you've brought it up now. Yeah, yeah it's I feel like, like thank he doesn't you need to bring it up anymore. You just bring it up I'm for him. I'm taking it away from him. He's <laughs> one thing he loves doing. Fantastic. If there's something to fiddle with, like, and I'm the same, if there's something to fiddle with, you'll start doing it. So those bits get edited out. So I would love to see how we'd go live. I reckon we'd only, like, we wouldn't be able to have any props there. It'd just be us and lapel mics. We couldn't give you a microphone because you'd fiddle with that. My hands would be bound. <laughs> my hand, my legs would be tied together. I wouldn't be able to wear like a strafe jacket, I reckon. If like, he had his way, I'd be gagged as well and it'd just be him. Yeah. But, you know, in an ideal world, I guess. I mean, you'll have that aspect like people won't know if it's funny or not that you just have a tied up dude on stage. It's like, <laughs> wait, is he actually tied up? Or is <laughs> no, part of the show? Just to make sure he focuses. It's okay. So that's how you can bring it up every the ADHD, every podcast, every it's show. True, there. It's, true. It's, it's perfect. Hey, that's a good idea. I'll write that one down. Aaron in the strafe. <laughs> I'll be in a straight jacket. Beautiful. What's so, that you write? Is it straight or strafe? Straight. Oh, damn. I okay. think. I've got it wrong. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we get, let's just ignore Aaron for a bit. I'm just going to suck up to my hero. I want to. I met Michael Dodazio on a cruise ship, actually. He did. In the mid of 2017, which, is, which has led to all this madness. I swear I've told you this six times, but every time you're like, what? <laughs> That's just. I remember it specifically too because we were on the dance floor and there was DJ. Uh, what was his name? Uh, MJ. Was it? Oh, yeah, oh weird, no, 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 no. He had a terrible MJ. name. It wasn't yeah. good. It was something. Uh, to the tune of sick beats, <laughs> like just yeah. bad. No, so bad. I'm he, thinking of a different thing, but yeah. How long ago was this? Two years. Two years ago. Oh. So he was on the dance floor, and we, we, we were just we were just vibing out together. And we quickly realized we were from the exact same suburb. And then we realized we were not even a block away from each other <laughs> in the middle of the ocean, like out in whoop whoop. And, and it, sorry, that, I don't know what your retelling of the story was, but it was just, it was a shock to me that someone was so close. Yeah. We were muzzing on the dance like, floor. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Back in 2017. <laughs> those were the oh, days. Oh, those were the days. Oh, my God. <laughs> How long did it take no. you guys to realize that you were both into content creation? I've, I've taken over. I think, yeah, it was after I, I followed you on your bunch of things. And that, yeah. that's when I was like, oh, this yeah. dude does does stuff. It was and meant then, to be. And then Joel just started cranking out film after film. Mm. And I was like, holy moly. We didn't even know. We were just dance buddies on the cruise ship. <laughs> he was just out there pimping with the ladies. I was I was in a relationship at the time, so I was not pimping. I was the op- what was the opposite of pimping? I was hoeing. <laughs> no, that's not that's no selling yourself. Is not. <laughs> I did notice on that cruise ship you were taking a lot of time out to plan, like stuff, like creative stuff you wanted to do. Is that always a thing on your brain, even yeah. on a cruise ship? Yeah, it sucks because it doesn't soul. stop. It, yeah, it doesn't, it never stops. Like my best ideas come to me when I'm about to go to bed, be 12 o'clock or I'll wake up and I'll have this idea and, and it end up being one of my best ideas, but it's always late at night or when I'm just like trying to relax in the shower, I'll, I learned to, um, when the shower gets foggy, I learned to write backwards so that I could read my ideas when I get out of the shower because I'd always have these ideas and I'd take notes. Imagine for a second, your mum walks in and you're furiously scribbling on the way. It looks like I'm going insane writing backwards. <laughs> it's like our beautiful minds within the shower just trying to piece everything together. It's like the Titanic hand, but instead of sexual pleasure, it's like, oh, my brain, so many good ideas. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, it never turns off. Oh, yeah. The thing is, whenever he has one of these brainwaves, no matter what time or where it is, he always rings me up immediately. Really? So I'll be doing something. I'll be on the toilet. Mm. I'll be driving to work. I'll be I'll be asleep. All right, yeah. and you'll call me up, and he'll he'll tell me this awful. What I usually think is this is really yeah. out of left field idea, and I never know how to react. But hey, one such idea got him what sixty three thousand views on two hundred fifty thousand. Wow, yeah. mm. on TikTok. So hey, maybe he's onto something. Look yeah. 
Yeah, you know it. You, <laughs> you are bumping out. You're, you're it's all over the top. The brain doesn't stop. Like when yeah. I started doing TikToking as well, like that was just for fun. <laughs> What's up? I just threw a mad double shuckers for those who are in What's up? Four year old cheese. Follow me on TikTok. No, but yeah, I, like, I remember I started doing that and it was the most fun I'd had in ages because I love visual content. Yeah. Yeah. And my it's, phone it's was cool. flooded with ideas. Like it just wouldn't. All hours of the day, and I'd call Aaron. Hey, I need you for this. I need you for that. Let's shoot this. Let's shoot that. Yeah, you know, you know, it just doesn't stop when you're passionate. Yeah, yeah. Especially if, if you have a good bean like Aaron, who's just like, okay, yeah, he I'll, takes I'll notes for me. For I'll be driving like Aaron. Are you yeah. at home? Yes. Can you take this note for me? He's <laughs> like my PA. <laughs> Yeah, I I really should be getting paid, but that's fine. That's, that's, we'll talk about and that. Now he's just leaving, and you're not get, you're not getting anything. No, <laughs> I feel I'm, I've you've left me high and dry. I'm very sad. How are you with your creative process there? Oh, thank you. Thank I was, you. I was about to ask. <laughs> How about you ask Joel? How about we do that? This is a podcast about me. It's about other people. Oh, Before nice. I'll, I'll ditch you in a second and yes. get to Aaron. But on these cruise ships, is that has that influenced your decision to leave the country and go DJ on a cruise ship for six months? When I'm holidaying? Just, yeah. Did, did your idea for going and yeeting out of the country onto a cruise ship for six months, did that come from seeing, say, DJs Big on time. cruise ships? or yeah? Big time. Like, especially our one, the DJ sucked. And I was like, man, I can do that so much better. And I can interact with the audience. And I like, I'm already a DJ. So I wasn't like, I was just going to learn it. But I love emceeing. And I said, I'm an MC and a DJ on this boat coming up. I said, that's a cool life. And you're traveling and you're making money from it. And my biggest thing as a creator is I get lonely so often because all the work I do, the majority of it, if I'm not on radio or doing talkie boys with Aaron, is at home planning and by my by myself for so many hours in the day. So the idea of being on a boat surrounded by a 1,000 employees and then 2,000 guests is so cool. Yeah, it's like a big exclusive Thing and you'd see the yeah. same people every day and yeah consistent contact is awesome yeah. and they're all creatives that i'll be chilling with like all entertainers people from all parts of the world that that, that the idea of that and seeing like and making friends like as you did with the bartenders and you, you chat yeah to yeah absolutely yeah big time so excited and that definitely inspired me because i was most intrigued by that because in a way you're on you are on a creative escapade yeah, you were, you were embodying the, so yeah. There you go, embarking on a journey of self discovery. Something as wanky like as it sounds, <laughs> something yeah. like that. Kind of it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's, it's it, the scariest thing I've ever done because I've achieved everything I've wanted to achieve in terms of radio. Like I'm working at the Fox and Triple M, and that's awesome. And I'm doing a radio show, which is all I've ever wanted. And I'm throwing it all away. Like all the last three years of work, I'm throwing it away and starting from scratch because I'm not enjoying it as much as I should be. And that's because I'm, I'm just drowning myself in too many creative pursuits and I think I just want to have a bit of fun and go party and do something a bit stupid like DJing on a boat and emceeing bingo. Yeah, and at this point you can absolutely yeah. just go ahead and do that. Now is, now is the perfect the freedom time. To. Yeah. Like a little Even bird. if you'll be leaving amazing people like Joel and I behind to, to while away the hours making yeah. content in Melbourne. I was going to say, why don't we make a feature? Oh. And then just leave Mikey behind. He I comes love back that idea. And then, He'll come like, back. We're just too good for Both it. of us are absolutely beyond famous. We've started our own podcast, Speaky Blokes, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Blokes. And uh, then, uh, you know, yeah, left him high and dry in, in the dust. <laughs> Chatty fellas. <laughs> just letting you know what you're in for. Aaron won't do any social media content or video content, and you'll edit all the audio podcasts, and you'll do all the imaging. Way to sell me. Better yet, why don't we just literally replace him on Talking Boys? That's, <laughs> just keep that that's great. Going. Except we'll grab someone for social media and not pay them. If you, if you want to do all the work, bucko, then yeah. like, I'm glad. I'll leave now. Stop too real quick. I'll start immediate. hiking to Miami if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we, we can throw Mike into the side now. Mr. Aaron. That. Hello. Yes, mate. That's my name. Like, I've... I as when I That's when, the when you go when, I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 well, audio listeners, oh, you do smell lovely this evening. Where are you off to? You you, you want a bus? You want a tram? Show me that pit. Show me a little pity. <laughs> oh, you need some Rexona. Oh, oh, Links Africa. I can go. smell the musk of the sweaty man sitting next to you on your bus. What's his name? Gustav. Why don't you say hi? <laughs> Say hi to Gustav. Or let us turn us up. Hi, I'm, Gustav. I'm glad I have an outro now. That, that's good. That's good. 
Um, because when you guys started doing Talkie Boys, I, I've started following Aaron as well and seeing this type of stuff he was doing. Like, yeah, yeah. creative people love love seeing, seeing more people. Yeah, but I can't pinpoint... What, what's your main thing? Like, I've seen you as DOP man now. Yeah. So a couple of your films at the Deacon thing. <clears throat> what, what are you hoping to, hoping not, to take to yourself? To not so subtly flex on all y'all haters out there. You wish you had haters. <laughs> you know, with that intro, I'm, I just know I need to take a step back. <laughs> yeah, take a big step back. Recently won uh, an LGBTQI. That's right. I delve in that. In that hey, how about derailing yourself? Well. Just talk about okay. it. In a... <laughs> Recently won an award for, for, um, uh, best film in Geelong. Uh, uh, recently I was doing a cinematography, I was doing cinematography for that. Uh, so I do enjoy the filmmaking aspect. Uh, and cinematography has been my focus, but you're right. I'm kind of all over the place at the moment. I think that's purely because I've been doing a lot of uni work and that's all about to wrap up. And I'm very excited to get into the YouTube stuff. A lot of stuff is definitely coming. I just need to get my act together. I've been moving real, house. Real quick yada, though. Yada. You're a shocker with selling yourself. Mm. I mean, he has <laughs> done like, that's true. Hate. like he's can done, you sell me? Just step can aside. You sell, yeah, Let me just Mike explain. I mean, he's done DOP work, of yes. course. And he's done a lot of film work and like producing or being a grip like lighting he's done literally everything to do with the film and he's also hosted a TV show that's gone to air on Australian TV like that's huge and he was like the main of two hosts he's done that he's MC Trivia Nights as well like he's done I can understand your confusion because he just does <laughs> a lot so of much things. Yeah. I think with indecisiveness comes, you know, a lot of different experiences. And I think that's kind of where I'd like to continue going. I'm still looking for things that I'd like to be doing. Obviously, in an ideal circumstance, I'll get into the film industry immediately. But as you <laughs> and I both know, the Australian film industry, um, much like my appearance, is quite runtish. So yeah. I can't. Yes, I can't. quite. You happy? <laughs> so I'm <Very>. like, <laughs> Without <laughs> using well, any, any bad words to... Yeah, it's to blacklist myself. A, a of, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's 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 uh, the film industry in Australia is large is largely supported by the government in a lot of different areas, and it's difficult to get somewhere. I know they're, they're building a new studio in the Docklands at the moment. Yeah. That could be. Um, you know, future employ, employment opportunities for a lot of filmmakers out there. Keep an eye on that, boys and boys. Um, but Thanks. I think in regards to traveling like Mikey is, I'm definitely keen to do that because I think a lot of self-exploration in, in regards to what I'd like to be doing with my life is needed. Um, yeah, to seriously answer the question, I'm still figuring it out. Um, yeah. But I'm enjoying figuring it out. And I think once I've finished with the whole university thing, which Mikey skipped um, by not studying at uni, I think uh, that'll kind of open a lot more doors in regards to what I'm able to do. But yeah, open to collaboration, wink, wink. And wink, 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 wink. And definitely looking forward to the freedom, um, which no uni life will provide me. Yeah. How was that for articulation? I only stumbled on four words there. I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> he was counting every single one. <laughs> That's why he kept stumbling. <laughs> but no, I can definitely relate that you definitely have to go and try a bunch of different things. Like, I, I don't know what I want to do still either. Mm. It's like, sometimes you've got to do a podcast and you've got to make films yeah. and you've got to do everything related yeah. to all those different things. Because being employable in the entertainment industry means being flexible as well. That's exactly. the thing I learned, you know, working with the Mark Footage Show, I learned that just doing lighting isn't enough. You've got to learn how to use a camera. You've got to learn mm. how to be good, you know, on camera sometimes. And I will say that hosting a TV show for Channel 31 was <laughs> so much fun. One, because all the attention was on me for once, mm. but, you know, also just because it's it's a whole process and it's much like theatre. I don't know if you guys have done... I know you've done theatre in the past. I don't know how much theatre you've done, but it's it's very group collaborative. Mm. And that's that's something I you know know that I really want to incorporate in work mm. life is, is group collaboration. What, so, do you, yeah. what did you... How did you start content? Because you didn't go to uni for it. <laughs> just turning it on. <laughs> I'm just like really intrigued because like you, you're obviously a massive creative in yourself. Yeah. And that's why you're attracted to and want to do a podcast about creatives. But I never knew how you got into it. You just started pumping out films that were like of a really high quality early on. I guess I've always, I really like visual content as well. Like whenever, say if I hear a song or if I just think of ideas, I see it very visually. So I would die if I couldn't like try like. Yeah try and create those visual images into a into a thing. Yeah. Like, say, all the old stuff on my YouTube is just trash, but it's, yeah. like, a lot of visual stuff that I've just... I used to take it from just, like, high school phone videos. You know, the yeah. dumb videos you just take some time. Just, like, because I wasn't actually filming for content. I would instead make content out of those. 
yeah, videos. So it's super exactly what, what yeah what we did. We yeah. filmed stuff on phones, even separately before we actually got to know each other. Yeah, it was very congruent with like what what you did. I think a lot of people in our generation kind of start doing that, but they yeah. don't realize like all of the doors that they could be opening if they were to pursue. Yeah, that yeah. Because now's like the golden age of like homemade videos. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. It's insane. So mm. I was going to say, why why downsize to audio only in the prime of video content? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> We're about to get roasted. So the seriousness hear- is over. We're just going to roast from uh, now. I'd love uh, to hear your answer first before I go through Okay. With, let me answer. I'm stepping on eggshells. Answering that, to answer that question for you, Joel. It's for any of the talkie boys listeners <laughs> listening <laughs> who need answers. We're sorry. <laughs> with a, and I, I'm sure, you know, as you tend to, as, as you pump, you know, more and more podcasts out, you'll realize that, and you probably already know that creating a podcast just purely auditory wise is, is difficult. And to incorporate syncing up the cameras, you know, editing it, making it funny with, with that so you sort mean of purely visual, yeah, with, with visual as well. Yeah. That is, is a big project. And I think that's why we were having trouble is because we, what we what, <laughs> what we talked about before, the whole chatting aspect and making it casual, making it a catch up was getting hindered by how big each episode was getting to edit. So I'd spent, and on top of that, Spotify was getting far more listeners than YouTube was. So I'd be, I'd be sitting down for, you know, a few hours. I know you edit quicker than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd be sitting down for a few hours pumping out this, this, what I thought was a great visual episode <laughs> and you did get barely any views on YouTube whereas Spotify was was actually where we were getting our main fan base so that's why we decided to downgrade and I'll like, you can call it downgrading but I think it's it's actually helped us I think it just gave into- more okay. respect to the medium of yep. like we wanted to do an audio podcast from the get go but cameras works because Aaron wants to do film but then Aaron started doing more film work outside it's, it's really just a busyness thing we just didn't have time yeah. to edit that so all jokes aside, you could say that you wanted to go more quantity, yeah, qu- and well, really hone yeah, in on definitely. that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think I mean it's still quality, but yeah, like well, but it'll, quality like, in a different way because because yeah. Mikey's very good with his audio editing, and yeah. if if we're getting more viewers on Spotify, viewers, listeners, whatever you call them, then you know we can put more effort <laughs> into, into that aspect. Um, so you're right, and yeah, we're both very busy people when it comes to our own sort of stuff, and this was always like something that we were doing on the side yeah. together that we weren't getting paid for. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's why we decided to downgrade. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, okay. That's, that's, How political was that? Let's see. I did okay. Am very I doing all right? Very, very, very <laughs> diplomatic. You. <laughs> you also threw me under the rest of the weave. <laughs> One thing I did want to bring it back to was we were talking about, it is the age of sort of home video yes. content and everyone has the potential to be doing so much, but some people are just sort of, Afraid? <laughs> yeah. Well, going online, you get a lot of people, you know, a lot of different people viewing your stuff. It's Anybody. Not like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not like invite based. It's any, anyone can access that. Yeah. It's up there, you know, quote unquote forever. So it's yeah. daunting. Definitely. Is it one thing I did want to touch on is we're all pretty open about our social anxiety here in, in this episode mm-hmm. of the podcast. Definitely. I'm just wondering if that has held you back or sort of still holding back your sort of creative ambitions in mm. any way. Do you want to go first or shall yeah, I? Yeah, I mean... It's a serious topic. No, it's it's tough because when you start having an audience, the pressure builds. And, and when people are reaching out to you saying, hey, this is cool, this is shit, you start you start second-guessing a lot. I, I started getting that pressure on me when I started doing Joy. And when, my, when they just put in front of me the figures, like how many listens we had, and it was upwards of like, you know, 20,000. And that's like the biggest I've ever had before. And I thought, I've actually got to start filtering what I say and who, who can I, who will I offend if I say this? And, and that, that constant filter starts to really get you tired. And, and then it's like, of course, the anxiety comes in and you think, wow, the only reason people are listening is because of my personality. And that's, I, we, we, we go back to that all the time from emceeing something or even like working at the Fox and just handing out stuff in the street. People, if they don't like me, it's because of me. And, and like other jobs, you know, you work a cotton on, you, you sell a t-shirt. Great. Cool. But it's transactional. It's, yeah. it's, you know, hello, how are you? Goodbye. With, with them seeing or something. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be liked. If you're not mm. liked and your personality doesn't come through well, you're yeah. done. But also <laughs> you're done. Right. But right? the challenge is then not over filtering yourself as well and yeah. then turning into a robot, which, which a lot of the more corporate kind of stations I, I think, you know, are doing, which is, you know, to protect their own back, obviously, but it also makes it. No one wants a controversy. It, it doesn't feel, yeah, no one wants a controversy, but it, it also feels more transactional. 
it also feels yeah, more you want corporate. to be really organic yeah. and that, yeah. that's the thing you can't <clears throat> then think tough. i've got to be organic, be organic. Like, <laughs> so, so it's tough you've yeah. got to you've got to learn to turn your brain off yeah. and that's tough when you've got anxiety for sure on the other side of that um you know like dealing with things like the adhd i know we joke about it a lot you know that mm. and i'm sure there's a bit of dyslexia thrown in there going back to the tv thing reading auto cues that's really tough to do especially when you're trying to deal with keeping on a smile and if anyone's ever seen fan base um it's airing on channel 31 blah 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 but you can see sometimes I struggle and I think a lot of people do, a lot of people who are new to the industry can, can struggle with trying to keep a face on, trying to keep all the turmoil that's happening in your, in your head going um, and, and keeping that from turning into a train wreck. So, I remember I once I mean. on, like on that, because it's not just the, 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 the prompter and your smile. You've got behind the cameras like yeah. 15 people. I remember once I was doing these <laughs> interviews and we were cracking jokes with the, like the band I was interviewing and it was fun for us, but no one was laughing on the set. Yeah. And it yeah. was so awkward because they didn't know that they could laugh. And I was sitting there like sweating bullets. So I'm thinking, am I not funny? Are the band just laughing because they're trying to like, you know, make me feel like, is there any chemistry here? Mm. All of that comes in and you drive mm. home for hours and you're thinking, God, yeah. I'm useless. <laughs> coming from a theatre background, well, both of us, coming from a theatre background, you have an audience there. If you crack a joke, everyone laughs. Going into TV and radio and even with you online, <laughs> yeah. you're sitting here, picture for a second, you're sitting here and you crack a joke to the camera and then you realise the emptiness of the room that you're in. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of this yeah. little bit of this uh, philosophical kind of existential crisis you have. when you're. Yeah. So no, it, it's, it's the golden age, but it's definitely tough. It's still tough uh so no great question definitely yeah. yeah it's if you but if you do imagine all of the individual one view counts all the viewers in a room together mm. it it can it's it can be a daunting that, room yeah, all sometimes. the time yeah. dude 100 you get 80 views uh, on, on a video in a week and they're like i'm mean, like oh 80 views that's not much but then you think about this room that we're in right now imagine 80 people listening to us live like right now yeah it's, it's, it's intimidating <laughs> yeah yeah any um, handshakes people that's a sweaty yeah. hand but it's also validating <laughs> especially when when the good fans out there all the good listeners out there friends you know albeit but when they support Support you. I think mm-hmm. that's what I enjoy the most out of it is when you actually get interactions, and that's why I think a lot of the big creators out there struggle. It's because there's it's it's oversaturated, and that's why I think mm. a lot of the, the smaller content creators that have communities around them are often a lot more happy, even if they're not making money. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm. I think going back to the whole, you're sort of you're sort of selling yourself, and you you almost want to filter yourself to try and reach more. But I feel like in today's day and age, you really have to. You know, there is a real... Ah! <laughs> there it is! This is what we're talking about! We're out here getting cancelled, is what you're saying. Everyone's out here, left, right and centre, dropping like flies. Hey, Will Smith kicked a baby, or did he? Will Smith never kicked that baby, but everyone's saying he kicked that baby, and then suddenly his image is tainted for the next six months because someone made a liar. Like, it's scary. Being in it, it, it is scary. We, the amount of times I've been brought into my program director's office for radio, because we said little things, like Tom said, oh, I handball like a girl and apparently we've got hundreds of complaints about that and so we've got to get brought into an office to then get debriefed on that and tell them we're not going to say that again little things that you wouldn't even think about like yes you can't say throw like a girl anymore because it's yeah there's a whole movement about that yeah. but mm. yeah you've got to be so careful mm. that's why it's great being a youtuber because you can edit like logan paul you're an idiot for not editing <laughs> out how do you not have a team that edits that kind of stuff right you can edit and think okay Oh, would that offend someone? Even if it would, would I want to make someone laugh or do I want to offend someone? And it's like there's a fine line. But yeah, you're so scared of getting cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. With social media nowadays, though, it's like if you are a dickhead, you will, you know, you you can't really get away with that. It's it's the golden age of content, also the golden age of anonymous judgment. So you you get judged left, right and centre. I mean, it's so easy to follow what they say and you don't care about what people think about you. But it's kind of like it's still... It's it's still very easy to penetrate that barrier. Oh, big too, big time. I get caught up in the likes so much. It's really bad. I, mm-hmm. I, I love that Instagram took away the likes, but I'll still click on the insights and look. I mean, yeah, I've, I've gotten better with it. I used mm. to look at my insights all the time and go, oh, when should I post? Sunday nights, 9 p.m. works best, and I'd save this post. Now I just post it whenever. I don't care. You get sucked into it really quick. You were saying, I remember when you were getting that huge TikTok viewership, and then the video you posted after that, 
got nothing in comparison. Yeah. He was saying, I understand why so many big content creators struggle so much. Yeah. Because the, the attention that you get and the validation you get, it's, it's like, it's like a drug, you know, you, yeah. you, you get addicted to that. <clears throat> and without, without it, or if people leave, if people forget about you, like, what are you anymore? Yeah. yeah. It went semi viral for like maybe a week and it was so exciting. But the videos I put out after that were a thousand times better and then they got a thousand views. Yeah. But a week before that, a thousand views would have made my day. Yeah. But as soon crazy. as you reach those numbers, like I was talking to this dude called Lachlan Fairbarn from this YouTube channel, Fairbarn Films, and he was talking Just about a little how- YouTube channel. You probably yeah. haven't heard of them. Fairbarn Films. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was talking to me about how when you start getting 250,000 likes and then a million likes, it doesn't change. You quickly get adjusted to that. And so if you, the next week you get 20,000 likes instead of your regular 100,000, you're thinking, damn, something's wrong with me. When maybe two months before you're only in the hundreds, but your mind quickly adjusts, which is awful. It's an awful thing, but mm. I guess you kind of have to adjust to it. Otherwise, you're in constant state of shock of, oh my God. Yeah, especially with TikTok, you can have a hit and then just that, that's it. Exactly. You nothing. <clears throat> yeah. You've peaked, man. It's all, it's all over. I'm, that's why I'm moving overseas. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah, take it anymore. Yeah, it's just restarting from the ground up. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's it. It is a big thing to not get caught up in the likes because you will just sort of soil yourself. That's probably not a good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a podcast highlight right there. Joel Harris admits to soiling himself <laughs> live on air, as in you just sort of bury yourself in this. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not good enough. I, yeah. It's sort of you really sort of ask yourself why you really can't be doing it for the big views. You kind of really have to be doing it because you want to do it. Cause that's what yeah. you enjoy doing. Yeah. You enjoy getting videos like that out despite whatever attention it gets. Your best work will come from when you're having fun with it too. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Like the video we made that went viral. Sorry, matey. Uh, <laughs> the video we made that went viral was an idea that I had when we we're shooting something else. And I said, Oh, I've got this really dumb idea. But I think it's funny. I thought I it was it's dumb. Real- he, I thought he it was so dumb. He still thinks it's dumb. I still, it is dumb. And all the kids are like, all, all the people commenting on it is loving it. But we had so Absolutely. much fun because we literally, like the, the highlight of the video was us running down the street, yeah, flailing just, our arms everywhere. Yeah. And it was so, it was just fun to do. And when we finished it, we're like, well, that was dumb, but that was fun. Mm, mm. Best yeah. things come when you're just having an absolute blast. And it's it. obvious if you're not enjoying it. Look at all the yeah. YouTubers out there that have very obviously stopped enjoying what they're doing and are doing mm. it because that's their job now. It's obvious, very obvious. And people see right through that, especially online when, you know, they're not going to get any flack for judging you. People are smart cookies. Yeah, these days. very smart. Yeah. And it's, I think it's important to, if you're not enjoying it to, to, you know, as, as you need to do sometimes, realize how far you come and realize where you are. Mm. Um, because even if you know you're not getting validation for what you're doing right now because it's not getting as much attention look how much attention you were getting a year ago yeah 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 for sure yeah it's it's pretty much what i was trying to say before i screamed i I don't know how i'm gonna edit around that by the way keep Um, it raw keep it all (laughs) it'll be bad for the auditory listeners they won't be able to see me like "Ah, ah, ah," i'll just get the scream but it's so much easier to just be you rather than trying to put on that sort of character mm. that you think people will like. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think if you're that, if you, if you're genuine, yeah, yeah. you would, you, there is an audience for you. If you're really, you know, putting out and trying to do unique yeah. content. My mate Caden says there's a niche for everything. There's mm. an audience for everything. It doesn't matter how long it take. There, there's, I mean, the fact that ASMR's taken off so big, there's an audience <laughs> for everything. And the, the people have weird fetishes. You might tap into a weird fetish it's like community. Like bathwater as well. I, I personally don't mind the ASMR community, but that's just me. Anyway, I'll switch to an ASMR podcast. Oh, I really really like to I've been suggesting it to my kid for so long, and he has to be listening to me. It's really penetrating my right ear right now. I'm kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, is, is that sort of an issue you'd come across... As well, when trying to find, say, you, you're just trying all these different things mm. that you'd want to try and find something niche that you really enjoy. In film or in just in anything that I... Yeah, I'm, I mean, in making. film too. Yeah. There's plenty of niches in films as well. I think people people get very caught up with whoever whoever's the biggest and what they say. So I think what people forget is that it's it's those who who change the game up a little bit and those who bring mm. their own aspects to things that actually the game changes. Yeah. You know, if if you change up the game, hence game changer, baby. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, you look you look at Roger Deacon, right? And he he's quoted by saying I hate 
um, you know, refractions on lenses. I hate, you know, uh, when something that isn't the image I'm looking at gets in the way. So like lens flares, yada, yada. Mm. Me personally, no, I think, I think wearing glasses all the time. We talked about before. I have that in my daily life. You know, lens flares are something that can make an image more, more, more beautiful. But if I was to just listen to Roger Deakin and not bring that own personal aspects to my film, would it really be a film that I'm making or would it be something that I'm just trying to try to copy from someone else? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I answered your question, <laughs> but I definitely I, went on a tangent. I, <laughs> something you can okay. quite I liked it. <laughs> I reckon you're your own niche. Yeah. Exactly. Your personality is now a niche thing. You mm-hmm. can't try and be someone else. Yeah, and you're not going to enjoy yeah. it if you, if you do. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's all, with the, the game changing as well, it's also how you evolve with the game. It's like definitely. if you stay in, you know, your past little old way of things, it's like nothing's <laughs> yeah. going to change. It's, it's not going to be interesting. It's tough. Don't have a formula. Never have mm. a formula for, you, for the content you're making, whatever that might be. Something will work, yeah, but always try and push I keep going back to, to the radio show, but that's sort of the most consistent thing I do. But we have consistent segments each week, like this thing called Tom's Wisdom and, and Water Cooler Chats. But yeah. I always try to throw something new into it. And we'll always brainstorm and always come up with bigger and better. Even if the audience hates it that week, if we're not trying to do new things, then we'll get stale and the show will stay on stale. So either way, the audience will, will not enjoy it. Yeah, so you just exactly. gotta keep going to it. You enjoy that creative aspect. Love it. Yeah. I love it. And, I love, and that's why it's. Yeah. yeah, I love recreating the wheel. People say don't recreate. They like, <laughs> yeah. fix something that's not broke. I love it. If you're not innovating all the time, then what's the point of being a creator? You're not creating anything. Yeah, you're, you're, you're recycling. You're a recycler. You're not a creator. Exactly. You can't keep reposting the same TikTok. You got to keep tr- trying Damn to make more. Straight. And just <laughs> <laughs> even if you don't get views, and then you quit after three years. <laughs> Was that a jab at me? No, that was a jab at me. Oh, oh, we're, right. we're coming back. Don't worry, one day. Oh, so, you thinking it wasn't a dwarf. Hey, he's about to do his podcast. Can you just like... Just, <laughs> sorry, Joel, really quick. Can you just pick this mental podcast right now? Hey, industry sorry. professional, industry professional. You need to just suspect that he's going to create a pursuit. It's not all about you today. Here it comes. Anyway, Joel, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talkie Boy. Yeah. <laughs> also, I really like this Mickey Mouse here. That's great. Thanks. It's been the same. Please page. get us back on track. Thank you, Joel. So... I, I do want to talk about some serious business. So with with Michael leaving, yeah, 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 and Talkie Boys disintegrating. Yep, that's a great. Are, way are we? It. I'm not sure if you're allowed to say this on the air, or if you have to contact your publicist or something. Will we get a farewell episode of Talkie Boys? It's been spoken about for sure. It's been. I was going to keep it very vague, but that's fine. I think. <laughs> I, I think it's still quite vague. <laughs> yeah, you hearing it here first. There <laughs> have been wh- whispers. There's been whispers in the wind. The thing about Talkie Boys is that it's not just a podcast; it's more of a feeling. <laughs> and right now, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Oh, no, nah, I don't know. Probably put like, that on a t-shirt. <laughs> if we've got time to do it, we'll do it. Yeah. I, I said to Aaron today and Aaron was shocked, but I go, I'm going to be away for probably about eight months, potentially longer. I might not come back next year. I don't know. Mm. And when I do come back, I want to go to do regional radio. So we can only assume the next episode we do of Talkie Boys will probably be the last because what's the point of holding on to like, hey, audience, Mikey might be back. How you doing, Mikey? I don't know, guys. Like no one wants to hold on to that. So if we just say it's dead for now. I like to think of it as a, as a to be continued yeah. question mark. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, if he comes back and the, and the settings are right, because, you know, I'll, I'll be wildly successful by the yeah, time he time. comes back. Like, I'll be, yeah, I'll be, be huge. Able to you want a real thrust of the course. podcast. So, if I can make time for him when he comes back, I think- <laughs> <laughs> I wish he wouldn't make time for me. Look at it this way. Is a, is a flower beautiful because it lasts forever? No. A flower is beautiful because one day it shrivels up and dies. <laughs> but then from that flower, <laughs> not only do the it, bees it's vulnerable, and they, they, they repollinate, but something <laughs> new grows. Something new grows. <laughs> like a phoenix out of the ashes. Talkie boys might not rise as talkie boys. We might come back as something else. Who knows Shatty what that's fellas. Be? Shatty fellas. I'm telling you, that's oh the thing. Oh, my God. To... to, to to answer your question much more much more simply I think we no. we 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 do despite all of it we do enjoy it yes it's it's a bit disorganized this and that we do love it I think um we will definitely make some sort of episode to farewell season 2 mm. where the season 3 will happen 
Who knows? Here's the problem, though, is that he doesn't do any of the editing. So I've got to edit my farewell episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed be an to be doing note. online social media, but we haven't made any new content. And so I'm kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> here's yeah. a picture of my hummus. Now that Nando's. you're free, you have no excuse. I was gonna, <laughs> that is, yeah. You that should is record true. episodes at Nando's. That could be your niche. Man. We, you I, do was, that I was so planning often. on pitching to Nando's. Aaron had a great idea of doing hum ones. It's like hot ones, but with hummus. And we just do like progressively spicier hummus with guests in a Nando's store. We haven't pitched it yet. So Nando's, if you're listening. Nando's. We'd love to do hum ones. Six to eight months, maybe. Who knows? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I like the idea of, of not telling whoever the guest is that it's the same hummus every time and having them go, mm, yeah, that is a little bit more spicy, isn't it? And us just being like, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We'll see. Oh, no, I've just outed the whole idea. <laughs> 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 oh, but no, I think Talkie Boys is one of those things that could last forever. I mean, it's hard to say goodbye to creative projects. Definitely. Like, even, I mean, working on... <laughs> Working on, so excited. working on film, it's like sometimes you're like, I don't want to say goodbye to this set. I just want to work with you fellas forever. I think regardless of whether it continues on my king, and I definitely will, and I think we're definitely going to continue working together, at least I would like to. Um, but the thing with us, like, in all sincerity, we work best as best friends. We don't work well at all as business colleagues. We, <laughs> we like that, and then that takes a toll on the friendship. We almost need a producer or someone to micromanage us. But, like, we, we need, need a middleman between all two, so yeah. you don't to hate each other. Yeah. It's just hard. Like, Hamish and Andy have done such a good job of balancing friendship and, and business. I don't talk. know how they do it. I, I do I, not I, know how they do it. We just operate really well as a friendship. Like, But I, my problem is I'm happy when... Because he Aaron's trope is that he comes late to things, right? <laughs> and, and that's... <laughs> Speaking of today. I'm yeah, fine, yeah. I was I'm 10 minutes late. I'm hey. fine with that as a friendship thing. But then when it comes to business things, I get antsy mm, with that. Mm. So as a... Friendship thing, we work well as best mates. It's almost like when we're in the element of, like, when we're in our element, you know, being friends, that's, yeah. that's when great content Best there. content comes. It's just that no one who is organized enough as, you know, like, like no, no crew yeah. is there to film it. It's almost like. It's all us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's, 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 yeah, you're right. Balancing it's, it is very difficult. I mean, you got, when you've got to do lighting and you've got to make sure that the cameras are good and I've got to make sure the audio that's levels tough. are fine and I've got to set it up and we've got to make sure everything looks good. By the time you do all of that, it's a 30 minute process. Your mind's nowhere near content. Mm, Your mind's so yeah. on aesthetics and then trying to switch into content mode. It's just a bit tricky. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult because, because mm-hmm. I've, I've kind of tried to bring a lot, at least like suggested, you know, bring a producer, perhaps someone to really social media, but you've always wanted to keep it just us two and that's yeah. completely understandable. So, you know, it's, it, it's difficult, baby. <laughs> it yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talking about it, it is a friendship thing. It's, it's a, a, it's yeah, a thing that you sort of, you got your best mate and your high five. I'm mean, yeah. like, that's, there's a bit of talky boys in yeah. everyone. It's, it's more of a, a high five. Talky boys in everyone. That, Maybe, put that on a t-shirt. It's, it's more of a high five, <laughs> less of a handshake. I like to that say. That could also be incriminating. There's a bit of talky boys in everyone. <laughs> You've got a friend in me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm holding Mike's sign now. <laughs> <laughs> We we discussed before the podcast started <laughs> that primarily my audience is a gay audience, and and, and it's, on joy, which is amazing because they're the most supportive people in the world, but they're also the most flirtatious people in the world. And my Instagram mm. DMs get slid into so often. Oh, big flex! <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> did you flex. want to bring up the the content you wanted to bring to the podcast oh, right before we started? So beforehand, so we're we're starting to to get. I don't know whether it's real. Like we get recognised in public and stuff. Like very rarely. Occasionally, like, like for Tom and Mikey, it's happened like once, and for Talking Boys, it's happened once. It'll happen more at parties where friends of friends. Yeah, will, will, will be like, oh, you guys are those those talky fellas. It's pretty much how I met you guys. Yeah, I went up yeah. to you first. I was like, you're the other talky yeah, boy. It's yeah, it's kind of like how it usually. Yeah, it's really, works. it's just a podcast for our mates at the moment. But we get so excited every single time. Yeah. On Instagram before, I got sent a message. I don't know why she was saying this live. <laughs> but this person sent me a photo of themselves in a bra and it was a female, not a male for it's us. the first time ever <laughs> that, that your your career in, in, in the gay radio station has gotten you like female attention. Yeah. And, and, and she said, oh, uh, you were really good on Tom and Mikey. And I was like, it's made his whole week. It was made my whole week. Whoever you are, thank you. I've been on such like, a high this entire podcast. Thank you for um, giving him the validation. I never could. I feel like I... I should thank her for me. It's made it that much better here. It has. I yeah. know. If it was just Aaron and, and flat Michael, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. They, we're not condoning sending uh, photos Always flat Aaron nude. and only joyous Michael. Oh, dear. <laughs> See, I'm supposed to be the straight man. 
Oh, flamboyant straight man. <laughs> no, 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 the straight man in, in the comedy ju- anyway. It's yeah, all right. You wouldn't understand. Joke I stemmed off the oh, thing. I see. Okay, this see, is why you it's see not what working. Deal with. So keen to go for six months away from this clown of a human. I was gonna say on that note, <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell. Joel, thank you very much for having both of us. No, it's my We've pleasure. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I've loved squeezing Michael Sty occasionally under the table without <laughs> you knowing about it. Um, you made it. You made it obvious every time you said, "I'm squeezing Michael Sty." <laughs> I don't know how he wouldn't know about it's it. Unless the audio dead. listeners, it's the undermining me. No, it's it's honestly been my pleasure, fellas. Like I had to catch it before Mike. You went off, of and course. I'm sure I'll see you both individually. Whichever Definitely. one of you becomes yeah. more successful, I'll. I think we'll I'll both bring. enjoy. Do you want to place bets? Like who do you? No, no let's 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 definitely not place bets. <laughs> I think it's suffice it to say if my, he knows, he's like, if my film if my film career does not take off, I will thoroughly enjoy writing. Working your calls. Your, your- <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we thank you all so much for listening. This has been another episode of Talking Point. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to just steal my audio? This is the farewell episode. <laughs> I was trying to get the feedback. All right. Now, I was going to say, if you want to just wrap it up, that's that's fine. You're you're the more experienced podcaster than me. What's the podcast name? (laughs) Sorry. Thank you for listening to The Creative Escapade. Uh, This has been a lot of fun. A bit of a longer episode, depending on how much I cut. (laughs) We talked some serious stuff in this podcast. Yeah, that you'll never hear. Maybe I should release an uncut version. Maybe Maybe maybe. I should start a Patreon and just have this as the Patreon content. That's something you wanted to do, but didn't have the time to do. Patreon's a sick. I'm telling your producer. Why do people want to give away money like that? I've never wanted to give $2 to a creator. And another tangent (laughs) is born. You guys want to talk for another half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) On Instagram at Talking Boys, Boys, where we won't post, we any, won't post content, any content because that's Aaron. Aaron is useless. <laughs> Joel, thank you so much for having us on the Creative Escapade. Hey, it's been it's been wild. Uh, if you guys made it this far, well done. Yeah, no. Well <laughs> thanks done. for talking. Thanks for listening to please, us. Please leave a comment if you if, on on your favorite part. To, to know <laughs> <laughs> Can you leave comments on Spotify? <laughs> then hey. you'll have to view the visuals. You have to look at the face. If you're a brand sponsor. Give this guy a bit of money so he can get escapade. Joel, I'm sincere, sincerely sorry. Just sincerely sorry. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Just we'll see you next time. Hey. While he's not here. While he's not. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for all of you. The name of the podcast is Escapade, <laughs> right? Escapade like paid as in money. Talking away. I don't know what to say.